Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast. If you want to get in touch with the show, email us at IllegalMotionPodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at Illegal underscore Motion. Thanks for downloading. Hello and welcome to a special spring break edition of the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast. In lovely Naples, Florida, I'm the professor, Matt Perkins. And not in Nashville, Tennessee, but in fact seated to my left, it's the coach, Corey Burton. What's going on, fellas? Uh, excited for another action-packed show. Going to break down a few mascots for you. I'm, I'm, I'm very pumped about it. Uh, Matt and I, the professor and I, went on a fishing trip to, earlier today, caught lots of fish. We're excited. We were still kind of running off the high from coming back from our, uh, from our fishing trip. So um, we might, if you're, if you're lucky, if, if you're well-behaved, we might tell you some good fishing stories. But otherwise, let's get into this show. All right. Well, and the third member of this beautiful triumvirate in the second city, a man who has a bit of a man crush on Pierce Brosnan, <laughs> blogger Josh Cook. Yeah, well, since I wasn't invited to your spring break 99 experience with Carson Daly and Senior Frogs, I've been spending the first day of my break uh, watching some James Bonds. And uh, yeah, Pierce Brosnan, he holds up well, better than I remembered, to say the least. Yes, uh, we, we might have to have a special legal motion uh, edition about uh, a James Bond rankings because I'm sure we would have a lot to say about that. Yeah. But uh, as, you, as you folks at home all know, we do really enjoy ranking things here. And so we're going through the nicknames of uh, all the different conferences. And today, it's the ACC. The Atlantic so, Coast Conference. We are not. Uh, we're not sublimating between um, the Atlantic Division and the Coastal Division because no one knows which teams are in which division. So, uh, but we will go from the bottom up. Um, just a reminder: these are team nicknames, not mascots. Um, because if this were mascots, the Syracuse Orange would win <laughs> in a landslide. So yeah, it probably would. Um, anyhow, mascots will be for a different day, um, but we are doing nicknames today. And so, uh, like we did last time with the Big 12, um, we will be going around from worst to first. Um, and so, Josh, I will let you take it away with what is the worst uh, team nickname in the ACC? Well, just so we don't confuse all of our listeners, because they are kind of a member of the conference, they are for basketball, and they have a friendly schedule set up to help fill their ranks. Uh, Notre Dame, we are included in this, and so we'll have 15 teams. But my 15th spot is, as you recall, I hate just slapping a color in front of something and calling it good to the Duke Blue Devils dead last. All right. Uh all right. Well, uh, the Blue Devils are last for Josh. We know you hate a uh, color plus generic mascot. Coach, who's last place for you? Clemson Tigers. I mean, it's Tigers. Anytime you slap a generic, most common, commonly used nickname, uh, you got to go Tigers. All right. Um, well, Josh, can you guess what I think the worst mascot name in the ACC is? Well, I know you despise BC, 
but I don't know if that has colored your opinion on the majestic bird that represents BC. So what do you have? I have BC. <laughs> um, you, I you have, hate the Eagles, you hate America. No, no, no. I, I love, I love so the American Matt. The, the eagle, the bald eagle specifically is a beautiful, majestic bird. However, Boston <laughs> College um, has bastardized the eagle for something <laughs> um, that the Jesuits don't deserve to have the eagle for <laughs> their universe. So, wow. Um, yes, yeah, so I, uh, I'm, uh, the Eagles, as far as I'm concerned, are the worst mascot in the ACC. Josh? Painting with a broad stroke on that one. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Well, piggybacking off everything Coach said, I got the Clemson Tigers at 14. All right, Coach, who's your 14? The Pitt Panthers. You know, they're just the, the Panthers. <laughs> Common. Lots of people use it. They're the Panthers. Yeah, they they are the Panthers. I like their color scheme, though. I like the, the the helmets with the with the pit on the side of it. Yeah, but looks nice. That's just very generic. Look better when Tony Dorsett was running in it, but you know, yeah, exactly. so it goes. Yeah, you know what? I'm uh, not I'm, very exciting. I'm, I'm actually I'm actually differentiating for you guys. I'm going with the Louisville Cardinals at number mm-hmm. fourteen. Um, Cardinals are the most generic mascots, uh, pretty much across sports alongside Bulldogs and Tigers. And I just – the Cardinals aren't even intimidating. At least the Tiger is intimidating. Like, Cardinals are just dumb. So, um, I'm – you know, they're kind of mean birds, I guess. But they, they just don't do anything for me. So, all right, Josh, where are you at at 13? I got the Cardinals as well <clears throat> at 13th. And I think one thing that, in addition to what you said, Matt, that kind of – makes it a negative thing is when you think of Cardinals for sports, I think of the great baseball team and I have a hard time not envisioning two red birds sitting on a baseball bat. So generic, boring and associated with a different franchise and a completely different sport. Yeah. You you can do a lot better. Definitely. Definitely. All right, coach, who's your 13th? Josh, uh, I guess you and I are sharing a brain on the, on this one. But, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals are the only ones that can pull it off. Maybe the Arizona Cardinals, but not the Louisville Cardinals. No, sorry, Louisville. All right, um, working up from number 13, I have um, a team that both of you guys have already had. That is the Clemson Tigers. Um, again, generic. Although I do love the touch of purple in their, uh, in their color scheme. The I color think. scheme is great. It really is. Howard's Rock and running down the hill. And, and you know what? That, that paw print is such a unique logo that you see that, you see that paw print and you know immediately that's, a, that's Clemson. Exactly. But it's the Tigers. So, you know, yeah. not Every, everything about it except for the actual name. The actual name. The actual name. All right, Josh. They could, they could keep that amazing logo and just change the cat. They could be like the Clemson Puma or something. The, but... Um, my 12th spot is actually sticking with the feline family and the Panthers for much of what coach said. It's just, it's just a, at the end of the day, it's in the wildcat family and that always affects you. Absolutely. Now for my number, for, for my next one, you know, I'm gonna have to go with Matt's, um, least favorite. I'm gonna have to go with the BC, the Boston college Eagles. Um, 
another generic bird. The only the only way it works is uh, is in in the old show Coach with uh, with uh, the Minnesota State Screaming Eagles. <laughs> That's the only form of eagles that works. Screaming Eagles, yeah, I can. Uh, I, I'm happy with Screaming Eagles. Not happy with the Eagles. Um, all right. Well, uh, for me, uh, Josh, you and me are in the same place here. Panthers again, generic large cat. Meh. All right, number eleven for me. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I just have this aversion to slapping <clears throat> an adjective and whatnot in front of something and calling it good. Therefore, the fighting Irish. It's just not good in my opinion. It just grates on me, and I realize that this is a personal quirk of mine. I doubt people think the same way as I do, but I just find it verbal diarrhea to have your name be that. I, I well, we'll, we'll get to When I get to be <laughs> Irish, we will talk about my feelings about the fighting Irish. Corey. 11. Uh, this might be slight uh, bias against the uh, same way as he, uh, as Matt picked the uh, BC Eagles. I'm going to have to go with the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets here. You know, it's just a, something I can squash with my shoe. <laughs> uh, not very intimidating. <laughs> and you can tell it on Saturdays when they play football. Um, Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Sorry, all you Tech fans. But, uh, it's okay. If they were, if we were allowed to call them the Ramblin' Wreck of Georgia Tech, then they might be number one for me. I mean, they do have the they do have the best fight song in all yes. of college sports. And, and and when we and just to kind of a, a preview of the SEC, there is a, you will be surprised at what my least favorite mascot is. Ooh. So, Ooh. Um, little little uh, uh, little preview there. All right. I like. That. Well, it's it's either the bulldogs or tigers, but unfortunately, that takes up about the entire conference. Yeah, I know. Well, um, uh, I am going, uh, Josh, with uh, for my number ten with uh, your least favorite, and that is the Duke Blue Devils. Again, I don't. I agree with you with the. Uh, with the color plus generic nickname does not equal unique nickname. I just I'm not as staunchly as opposed to it as you are. I'm just very opposed to it. So um, I'll let you continue from there. Well, my number ten spot belongs to the Virginia Tech Hokies. Ooh! It is a made up word. No one knows what it is. They claim it's a turkey. And if that's true, well, then they are basically the Virginia Tech alive Thanksgiving feast. <laughs> Not feeling it. Don't like the Hokies. All right. Coach? For me, um, it would have been really, really close to the top had they not been forced to change it. But I'm going to go with the Syracuse Orange. Um, if they were still the Orangemen, I absolutely love that nickname, and it crushed me when they made them change it. So I'm going to have to go with the Syracuse Orange. I felt like they should have just gone a totally different direction. When they had to Why did they have to change it? That's not like a Native American tribe, uh, is it? Uh, to be PC, they thought uh, Orange Men was offensive to women. But there are, I mean, there are teams that have separate names, like Tennessee is the Volunteers and the Lady Volunteers, and Stephen F. Austin is the Lumberjacks and Lady Jacks. Why aren't they the Lumberjills? 
Because Lady Jax sounds badass. You're right. I, I'm not disagreeing with. It. I'm just saying a lot. Can we, can we put Stephen F. Austin in this list somewhere? Because they're number one. <laughs> they are our honorable mention number one for like every conference. Yes. Okay. SFA. Good job. Um, <laughs> so uh, coach has got the orange. Um, Josh, uh, I've got. I have the. Uh, I have the Fighting Irish here um, at number nine because again, number at ten. So I'm sorry, at ten. At ten. <laughs> okay. Um, right. I didn't know if I had lo- I didn't know if I had lost count. No, um, it's been a, it's been a long night. I've had a few beers. I'm gonna be honest. Oh well, I, I'm glad you're enjoying yourself then tonight. It's, it's spring um, break. I know. Well, um, fighting Irish again. As someone who has uh, Irish heritage, um, it's a little bit offensive. We're not. All, we are lovers, not fighters. So just I'm putting that out there. All right, Josh. Who's next? Number nine is the Virginia Cavaliers, and. It seems like it would be a cool name. You know, you think about, like, the Idaho Vandals. You know, you kind of think, oh, maybe it's like this cool European thing. It really isn't. It's a supporter of King Charles I in the English Civil War. When you need to have a history lesson to figure out what the hell your mascot is, you don't have a good mascot or a nickname. Get Virginia out of here. All right. Coach? Well, um... This one's for you, Josh. You probably think this is ranked way too high, but I'm going to Duke Blue Devils here. Um, I, there's very few exceptions to the color, slapping a color in front of something. Uh, I think when you're dealing with devils, um, slapping a color in front of it is uh, is actually kind of kind of cool. Blue Devils, Red Devils type deal. So uh, I'm going to put them right smack in the middle. Um, now, you obviously are a little bit biased because... Because... Lebanon is the Blue Devils. So, uh, I, I couldn't put them higher because they're unfortunately they're in a conference that is uh, very very top heavy with nicknames, so they couldn't get any higher than than where they are now. So, um, but I like the Blue Devils, but it, the the color slapping the color in front of stuff doesn't always work. But in this case, I think it does. All right. Well, Josh, you and I are on the same page here. Again, Cavaliers. I, but I have a bit of a different reason for this one. Um, if you if you use Cavalier as an adjective, if you say someone is Cavalier about something, that's not a, that's not a compliment, you know. Mm, yeah. So I just you know it, it, it's not. And again, going history lesson plus kind of derog not derogatory, but it's kind of mean. Mm, not about it. Not about it at all. All right, Josh, number eight. Well, unfortunately, the shame for Virginia is they have a very natural thing that they could do because they are also known as the Wahoos and the Hoos. That's a Native American thing, so they can't Mm -hmm. can't use that as a parachute to get out of the Cavaliers. Uh, My eighth spot, just missing the cut of the upper half of the conference, the Syracuse orange. Uh, I like orange as a color. I like what they've done with it. Um, it works, but it's still just a plain color, so it couldn't crack the upper half. All right, Coach? Um, I will go uh, Virginia Tech here. I'm going to go with the Hokies. Um, Still a little bit of mystery to me, um, but still not good enough to crack it. So uh, I like the Hokies here. Um, I'm not sure why. (laughs) Um, I think it's just kind of different. You know, it's 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 strangely 
boringly unique. So it gets a little bit more of a bump for me. All right. Well, Coach, you and I are in lockstep this time. I also have the Hokies here. Um, again, we're not really sure what a Hokie is entirely. It's supposed to be some kind of bird. Um, the mascot is some sort of bird, but it's not intimidating. Um, <laughs> and it's like some cross between a pheasant, a quail, a turkey, and uh, my dinner from last night. So um, I'm going with uh, – I've got, I've got the Hokies here right, right smack dab in the middle. All right, Josh. Top half of the bracket now. What you got for us? The Hokies, by the way, kind of looks like Foghorn Leghorn. And that's a problem. That is a problem. <laughs> um, my seven spot, you guys had them way lower. But <clears throat> Eagles, it, it's, it's simple, but it's a national symbol. It's easy to do. It's easy to pull off. It's not imaginative, but... If you're going to go with something generic, it's one of the better generic things to go with. So BC, seven, way higher than you, but still not in the top five, definitely. I guess we're not on the same wavelength here. You guys you guys hate the Fighting Irish a lot more than I do. Um, I have them at number seven. I think it's kind of cool. It's, it's you know, again, very unique, culturally relevant for a Catholic school. Um, you know, I – it would be ranked higher if they if they didn't necessarily have fighting in front of Irish, but I don't know. Their old school logo with the fighting Irishman just kind of sticks in my mind, the golden dome. Okay, so can we talk about this for a second then? Because, okay, so Notre Dame, which is actually Notre Dame, it's a, it's Notre, Notre Dame is a French term for our league. <laughs> Um, and so why the, why a, why a university with a French name needs to be the fighting Irish is a little bit unbeknownst to me. It's, it's weird, but there's the Catholic affiliated school with a French name. Cause the fighting Peugeot's does not roll off the tongue. Um, they couldn't have, they've been like, couldn't they have been like the Napoleons or something like that? The Bobian, the, the Bonapartes? The Bonapartes. The Bonapartes. I like it, actually. I like that a lot. The Notre Dame Irate Quebecois. <laughs> there you go. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I don't know. Yes. I, I just, I just like it. And I, I guess just the history of college football and just what, I don't know. Kind of like it. All right. Number seven. All right. Fighting Irish. Fighting Irish. Well, um, for me right here at uh, number seven, I have the team of my youth, uh, the Syracuse Orange. Uh, you know, to echo something that Coach said earlier, uh, Orange Men was a really great nickname. Still like the orange. It is, um, you know, like the Stanford Cardinal. It's a color. Um, you don't see just the color a lot, uh, the non-plural color. Um, especially I just, you know, I, I'm very, very biased towards the Syracuse orange and, um, love some of the stuff that they do with their color scheme where they, uh, play the orange off the Navy blue. Don't see that really anywhere else. So yeah, Syracuse orange, uh, are my number seven. John. My number six was a really, really tough one for me because I love it. And when it appears in the mountain West, I have it ranked even higher, but this is a testament to just how good the top five is in the ACC because I, I legitimately love this nickname. But my sixth spot is the Wolfpack of NC State. I just love how it rolls off the tongue. It, it conveys uh, you know, a group of these insane animals just tracking you down. 
bringing you down. I, I love it, but the ACC is one of the stronger conferences without question in terms of awesome nicknames. So, unfortunately, NC State goes at six. All right. Well, for me, number six is the Virginia Cavaliers. Um, the fact that they call themselves the Wahoos or the Who's kind of bumped them up a little bit, made them a little bit cooler. Um, it's very fitting with the caliber of university that Virginia is. They're very cavalier. Um, it's a top-notch university, probably the best public university in the country, if not one of the best, if not the best. And uh, I don't know. It just just seeing their – well, it, I know we're not getting into mascots and it complicates things, but this kind of like goes into my decision on on, on their nickname because when you see their mascot visually, it either it either increases or decreases. And we can we can isolate just mascots in a different different podcast, but for for now, we're just going to go we're going to tie it all in together as factors into my decision here. So the Cavaliers are number six. Um, I like the helmets. I like the logo with the uh, with the two crossing sabers with the V on it and the color scheme and all of that stuff that Matt talked about with Syracuse, I kind of like um, with, uh, with Virginia there. All right. All right. Um, well, for me, um, uh, I hear, I, I've got the yellow jackets uh, here. I know coach that you think that you can just squash them beneath your feet. Yes, that is true. But um, you know, yellow jackets in terms of, uh, you know, Division One A or FBS nicknames. It is a unique nickname, and um, you know it is. Again, I, I give them bonus points for being the Ramblin' Wreck. So, um, Josh, we're entering top five land. Top five, yeah. This is a no-brainer based on where they sit, what weather they get, the identification of the school, hurricanes and canes. The second you say it, everyone knows it's Miami. Not only do they know it's Miami, they know it's the U. It just, you talk about like streamlined marketing, you can say the U, you think of Canes. You say Canes, you think of the U. It all connects to Miami, it all connects to that green and orange U. I got the good old Hurricanes at five. All right. All right. I'm going, uh, I'm going Wolfpack at number five. Um, very ferocious. Um, they hunt you in a pack. There's uh, there's only a handful of people that use it. Um, Nevada and the uh, the NWO when they split off into a separate cult, um, they they split off into the wolf pack. Um, <laughs> but it's very unique and it describes a very fierce uh, type of animal, uh, one that will just rip you to shreds and. And NC State, at times, they embody this nickname with the way they play um, and the style of play they have. They just, they just kind of band together and play ferociously. All right, all right. Um, Coach, you and I are right on the same wavelength. Uh, number five is a wolf pack for me, for sure. Um, just sort of want to echo both stuff that both of you guys said. Um, I bet you didn't think of the NWO, though. Uh, I've honestly never seen a second of professional wrestling in my life, so uh, I would have never thought of that in the first place. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'll, 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 leave it, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, and, uh, Coach, I will let you – or, sorry, Josh, I'll let you go for number four. Yeah, another tough one because I love when nicknames are tied to the heritage of the state, but – it shows how good the top three for me was in the ACC that the Tar Heels slid down to four. 
obviously only a school from North Carolina could have it. It dates back to the Civil War. I'm not 100% sure on the history, but I do know that that was a term that was used by soldiers to describe people from the state of North Carolina. It was kind of an insult. The state turned it around, kind of made it a prideful thing. So, Tar Heels. Yeah, I think I, I, I want to say, and I'm, I'm going to fact check myself later and, and our next podcast, um, take the walk of shame and correct myself. But I believe if I remember, this is going to show you how, how much I paid attention to this part in history class. But uh, I think it was because uh, the tagline was, yeah, they, they, they stayed in and fought like they had car on their heels and they were, they were glued to the ground or something like that. Which <clears> they stood their ground very well and they, they couldn't move them. I like that, actually. I like that a lot. Um, so, Coach, what is uh, number four for you? Well, the Tar Heels are definitely not number four for me. Um, I'm going with the U. Everything that Josh just said, I don't know if I can say it any better. The U is synonymous with the Hurricanes, which is which is uh, extremely relevant for the area, um, you know, weather-wise or climate-wise. Lots of hurricanes come through. Um, I like the I like the flag that they have that they that they raised at the uh, at the Orange Bowl. I like the uh, the U, the hand symbol, the color scheme, all that good stuff. Very relevant, Josh. You couldn't have said it better yourself. Um, okay, well then, uh, for uh, my number four is also the Hurricanes. I mean, you guys pretty much already said everything that I possibly could, so we'll keep it moving along, Josh. Number three. Um, uh, 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 Seminoles, three. All right. Do I need to add to anything else? I mean, it's, it's an amazing nickname. It, it ties to the heritage of the state. Uh, I love that the tribe gave them the, you know, the blessing to go ahead and go with it. I wish more teams had managed to keep their tribe names. I think a lot of programs kind of, uh, just bit the bullet and gave up without much of a fight. I'm looking at Eastern Michigan, which had the great name Hurons that got butchered, but I'm glad that the Knolls are here to stay. All right. Well, number three is the Demon Deacons for me, Wake Forest. Uh, just absolutely love it. Anytime you can put something extremely negative and something extremely positive, the Demon Deacons. Um <laughs> It's 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 awesome. Um, I love the I love the color scheme, the black and gold. I love their mascot. I love like their kind of secondary logo where you, you have like demon deacon guy staring at you, and uh, it's a very cool name. Uh, I don't really. I would love to know more about the the significance behind why they chose demon deacons. Um, and Josh, I'm, I'm hoping when you tell me where you put Wake Forest, you'll you'll have some more historical background for me, but. You know, just off the top of my head, just off of basic, um, just off of basic reaction or initial reaction, the Demon Deacons is, is would have been number one had had number one and two not had such great historical significance. Yep, uh, Coach, I am in lockstep with you once again. Demon Deacons at number three. Um, you know, I just. Demon Deacons. It's 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 a phenomenal oxymoron, and I love a good oxymoron. Would you call me <laughs> Oxy? All right, Josh. What's what's your deuce? I love love the Yellow Jackets. Um, it's just 
you know, you take something as simple as a B or whatever, and you choose the coolest version of that animal's name, and you get the yellow jackets, could short it to the jackets. Um, weird family story, we have a jacuzzi, or actually a hot tub, I guess. Not entirely sure what the difference is, but uh, the chemicals, which great that we sat in it. I'll probably get sick at some point, but we had a yellow jacket beehive underneath where the engine what the motor was and the chemicals and stuff turned all of those bees black and blue. They were like blue jackets. It was awesome. And so I've always liked that insect. And so got to go with Georgia tech. There's a minor league baseball team in Augusta named the green jackets. There's also, a, there's also a hockey team in Columbus called the blue jackets. Yeah. Well, the only one that I know exists is blue jackets when they get, radiated by hot tub chemicals. Uh, well, the green jackets are hornets. Oh. Uh, well, we uh, and the only red jackets I know are the red coats. <laughs> the British. Um, so and the UGA marching band. <laughs> Seriously. Are they really called the red coats? They're really called the red coats. That's... Ha- halftime, it's, the, the PA announcer gets on and says, the red coats are coming. And you see the Georgia band run out. That's actually pretty good. That's actually pretty good. Just uh, just hating all over Paul Revere's legacy. Yeah, pretty just much. taking a huge steaming pile of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, all right, Coach. Um, I mean, it shouldn't come as much of a surprise. George has already tried to quit this country once. See what you did there. Secession jokes. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Good South will rise again. All right. And then some more Iowa boys will come down and burn down Atlanta. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I live in Nashville now. So. Uh, coach, uh, you're number two. <laughs> number two. Because they stuck to their ranks like they had tar on their heels. The North Carolina Tar Heels, number two for me. I uh, love the color scheme. Uh, I love the, the reference to the state nickname. Um I bet Duke is very much, very much jealous that they couldn't do something like that, something as cool as that. But um, there's a whole, you know, there's a whole thing about um, how they got their name. But essentially, they it was it was originally to talk derogatory, as you said. Um, but uh, you know, the fact that the troops stuck to their ranks like they had tar on their heels. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, my number two is uh, to to uh, echo Josh. Hi yo ho ho. Hi yo ho ho. Hi yo ho ho. Hi yo ho ho. The Indians, the North. Uh, I at least did the tomahawk chop. Yeah, chant. that's the middle part of the tomahawk chop. Is that what the Braves do? I've never heard the middle part. Yeah, that's what the Braves do. They kind of took their own version of, of war chant. Um, so, yeah. 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 I don't know much about Braves culture other than they routinely choked in the playoffs. Well, that's the truth. So, it's hard, it's hard, not hard to say anything else about that. Yeah. So, all right, uh, Josh, that, by process of elimination, I believe you're going to have the Wake Forest Demon Deacons number one. I am. And it's not just because Jason Chappell's dad was a two time All American down there. Oh, you don't that's- say. That's an inside joke for Wisconsin basketball fans. Um, Basically just you and me because we were the only ones who remembered what the <laughs> announcers were saying during Wisconsin basketball broadcasts in the 2000s. <laughs> um, 
I love the juxtaposition of demon and deacons. I love how it rolls out the tongue. I love the alliteration. And because none of us knew where in the world it came from while you guys were talking, I brought up good old Wikipedia. So we know this is 100% trustworthy because it is Wikipedia. But long story short, they were a tiger, right? Yeah, they were a Baptist college. They went as the Tigers for a little bit. They went as the Baptists. They went as the Old Gold and Black, which is a mouthful. But in the 20s, uh, they were having a rare period of being really good at football. And they beat Duke. um, And in the student paper, the editor called the team the Demon Deacons for what he called devilish play and fighting spirit. And the name stuck. Like most origin stories, who knows how accurate that is. But either way, it's really cool. And I just, the the alliteration of it, I think, is one of the things that makes it so unique. In addition to to being a demon and a deacon, but just demons would be cool. And just deacons would be kind of cool. But demon deacons. Oh, just say it out loud. Sounds so good. All right. The demon deacons are Josh's number one. Corey. What you got? I'm going to play War Chant for you. You are going to play War Chant for us. Let's hear it. I'm going to play War this Chant. This is going to sound really good on uh, from electric to electric. Are we going to get sued for uh, copyright infringement? Probably. Perfect. No, we're only going to use 30. We're going to use less than 30 seconds. All right, for those of you who can't see, because this is an audio podcast, Corey and I are doing the Tomahawk Chop in the dining room. Yes, in the dining room uh, in here in Naples, Florida. Now, the Seminoles, you know, I'm so glad that um, they won the fight and, and, and the tribe actually came out and said, hey, it's an honor for, a team to be, for our tribe to be represented in such a manner. Chief Osceola with the flaming spear throwing it down at, mid, at midfield, a helmet with the spear on it. Everything about it, you know, just makes it cool. It's unique. It's relevant to the to the area, to their culture. Um, they're pretty much spot on in the way they represent the Seminole tribe. Um, and again, they have uh, they have the blessing of that tribe because they did such a good job representing them. Um, everything about it, the color scheme and, and things like that. So uh, it was a very, 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 very good top three with Florida State. UNC and the Demon Deacons. I think we all we all uh, well besides Josh uh, had that, but obviously my number one is North Carolina Tar Heels. You say Tar Heels, the only thing you think of is North Carolina. So, and I'm just in oh, that color scheme, everything about it, the map, the the Ram mascot, the the Tar Heel logo, everything about it, just it's it, it's perfect. It's perfect. I love it. So I have um, a really history teacher nerd moment for the Seminoles, by the way. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but during the, uh, the old Trail of Tears, not one of our greatest moments, uh, the Army really didn't ever defeat the Seminoles. They would just kind of retreat back into the Everglades and the swamps. So that's why there are still Seminoles in Florida. And since they never were defeated, never signed a treaty, never lost their land, Honest to God, I read that after the attack on Pearl Harbor, when the U.S. declared war on Japan, the Seminole tribe had their own 
war declaration against Japan. That's kind of amazing. I love it. I love it. Well, on aggregate, um, we have, as a group, decided that this, from worst to best, are the uh, nicknames in the SEC, the worst, Clemson Tigers, followed by that, Louisville Cardinals, Pitt Panthers, Duke Blue Devils, Boston College Eagles, Notre Dame Fighting Irish, Virginia Tech Hokies, uh, Syracuse Orange, the Virginia Cavaliers, um, the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, and then coming in at number five, North Carolina State Wolfpack. Number four, uh, the U, the Hurricanes of Miami University. Uh, tied for second, we have the North Carolina Tar Heels and the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. But coming in at number one, the Florida State Seminoles. And that's really good for Wake Forest to be tied with North Carolina in something. Um, yes. Number of campuses in the state of, of North Carolina. so all right folks well with that we're going to wrap up another episode of the illegal motion college football podcast we'll be back later this week probably with another episode of us talking about nicknames because let's face it it's the off season it's what we've got um maybe some more fishing stories a beach story um maybe the emergence of somebody trying to convince somebody to go see the turtles by the sand dunes (laughs) <laughs> but you might have to put your shoes on first. Yes. So, Definitely have to put your shoes on first. All right, folks. Well, thank you. So on behalf of Josh Cook in Chicago, Illinois, and on behalf of the coach, Corey Burton, seated to my left, yeah, this yeah. is the professor, Matt Perkins, saying so long and see you next time on the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening to the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast. To get in touch with the show, email us at illegalmotionpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at illegal underscore motion. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.